Hey folks, welcome into the Irish Steelers podcast as we look back on a, a great third week of the NFL season. Michael McCrea, delighted to be joined by the comrades now, the regulars, the lads, as we say, uh, Jimmy English, Dave McKee, as the Steelers pick up a win on Sunday night football, go 2-1 and one in the season. We'll go into that game in a minute. A uh, couple of late nights over the last couple of weeks for a lot of us, and I know people are, you know, Getting, getting caught up in their sleep is certainly worth it. Jimmy, um, good to see you again, man, and in positive form this week from all of us because 2-1 and one in the season, but um, these weeks are flying in, man, aren't they? Definitely feeling a, a lot more positive, Michael, after the results uh, last night. Unlike you boys, I didn't stay up to watch it. I, I had a late one on Saturday watching Notre Dame lose to Ohio State, so I'm glad the Steelers got the win because if, if my Steelers had lost after Notre Dame losing... I don't know what I'd do with myself. I'd be I'd be in a massive pit of despair today. So um, <laughs> no, great great game. Everything everything started clicking finally for the Steelers. I think, um, and yeah, it's uh, roll on roll on week four now. It it, it is absolutely flying by, and it, it needs to slow down. I like Dave as as Jimmy said. It was a huge weekend of football. Obviously, college as well. Top another day in there, but like even generally, like Ireland, the rugby was nuts. It was a great weekend of football, and it was topped off. I see in the Steelers win on Sunday night. So buzzing to talk to you boys again about it. Dave, first off, before we talk about the game, the amount of Steelers fans in Vegas last night was insane. Like I haven't got a number on it now and we'll talk about Mexico in a bit, but I'm, I'm presuming you guys both seen the video at the end with the players running off the field and the amount of fans in Allegiant Stadium. It makes you think what it's going to be like in February whenever they play at the Super Bowl. It's going to be absolutely nuts, isn't it? Um, I was just even thinking about it. per Jimmy G. You know, he's he's going into his home opener as a Raider, and he's getting absolutely outsung by by Steelers fans. It was actually incredible to actually see. You know, it's it's amazing just the support we have around the country. Not only just there, but like it's it's every away game we we seem to outnumber the home fans. So it's not something that surprises me really. But um, yeah, it it just goes to show you the sort of fan base we have around the country if you like Michael so I was just going to say as well um, about, about Ireland and the rugby as well absolutely buzzing with that of course but it's just been a perfect weekend you know to be to be an Irish Steelers fan if you like the nerves were the nerves were shot in every household around Ireland on Saturday night I know that much they certainly were here Saturday night and Sunday night it, it feels like yeah like it's funny for, for people listening to this outside of Ireland the common joke or perception at the minute is don't jinx it so we'll move on and we'll come back it might be a delayed podcast in four weeks if it gets to that point, but, but we'll see. Um, Jimmy, perseverance. If you think back to where this team was two or three weeks ago with that start against the Niners, and let, let's, not, let's not cloud any conversation around this. That was a really disappointing start to the season, not only for fans, but for the players, putting so much in over such a long off-season. And to now look at where they are at the moment, but more so, you know, last night, yes, there was a lot of Steelers fans in Allegiant Stadium, but there was a hell of a lot of Raiders fans. It was Jimmy Garoppolo's home opener. You know, the Raiders forced the Steelers to go three and out on the first two possessions of the game, and then they go seven up themselves. How the team turned it round and won that game on both sides of the ball, seeing progression on the offense also. For me, Jimmy, a very, very positive and impressive performance. What was your main takeaway from the game on Sunday night? I think the biggest thing, Michael, for me was how far the offense has come or the steps they've taken to improve. And that was definitely on display last night. It, it started off not great. You know, you, you mentioned the two consecutive three and outs and Kenny looked to be off his rhythm. He couldn't hit open receivers. 
uh, the run game was basically non-existent for for a large part of the game, bar a number of runs. I think Najee had one big run, uh, and you know um, that wasn't great. And the O line struggled again, but the O line did pick it up in pass protection. Uh, and once Kenny found his found his groove, it was fantastic. I mean, you had that touchdown to Calvin Austin over the middle for eighty odd yards. It was I was having my lunch watching the game there today, and. I had my arms over my head and cel- over my my head in celebration watching that. So, it it was great to see things starting to finally happen on offense. I mean, we saw it in the preseason, and the offense was absolutely singing in the first in the first couple of weeks they were together. Didn't really materialize over the first couple of weeks of the regular season, but now it's it's finally beginning to click. Uh, Kenny Pickett two touchdowns, the second one to 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 Pat Fryermuth in the end zone, a, a wide open Pat Fryermuth. So um, no, really, really positive steps being taken there. And like, what can we say about defense? Only for the fact that they are probably the best defense in the NFL at the minute. TJ Watt on course for another defensive player of the year. Um, year I think, um, four sacks, three interceptions. I mean, it was it was just, it was just fantastic. So I think that both sides of the ball now are are finally beginning to play a, a bit of complementary football, which is great. Before just before I bring Dave in. Um, I've done this myself a few times, Jimmy. Where if you're not staying up, did you know the score beforehand, or were you I going didn't. in complete? <laughs> I didn't. I put myself on social media lockdown this morning, Nick. I didn't check Facebook, or Instagram. I turned my phone on this morning. The score, the score didn't come in, uh, thankfully. So it it wasn't spoiled for me. So I, I got to watch it uh, without knowing the score, which is great. So it was like I was watching it for the first time, which which I was. So. That, that made a big difference in terms of my enjoyment of the game and having a, a bit of suspense as well. But look, delighted with the win. Um, signs of progression, signs of life on the offense. You know, I mean, we could have easily ridden the offense off after the first week they had. They showed a, a little bit more last week. And I think now, after last night, we can finally see the potential this, off, this offense has if they can get Kenny going and get some sort of run game going. Absolutely. And I think, you know, Dave, just from going what Jimmy said, it's going to be really, really intriguing to see how this offense, you know, continues to pick up. You know, you got a game against the Ravens in a couple of weeks' time. At the time of recording, we do not know how the Bengals got on in Monday Night Football. I feel like I could sit here on a different podcast and talk about the Browns at the moment. So I feel like the Steelers are in a good position. And going on what Jimmy said about TJ Watt last night, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries and a touchdown as well. This guy is not just potentially having a defensive player of the year season. Should we say MVP or are you still looking at Kenny? Or is that is that, is that out of the water line? <laughs> well, do, do you know, I have to say, you know, my, my bold prediction for Kenny, you get an MVP, it's, it's pretty much out the tank at this point. Um, I think two is going to be hard to catch. Um, but even just coming back about TJ, you know, we, we've been saying it for so long. He, he could be MVP any year. Um, he's on target to break the, the single sack record, which is another thing I predicted. Um He's just outstanding. Keanu Benton, he had his first NFL sack as well. And even though Devontae Adams, um, he had a massive game, the, the, the defense stepped up when they needed to, um, with, chipped in with three interceptions. You know, Levi Wallace, he had a bit of a, a shaky start to the season. And he, there he is. He's he's contributed towards two of them. So um, if you actually look at our defense as a whole, you know, turning the ball over, it's not something we struggle with. We're sacking in the league at that behind the Buffalo Bills. We've got to get turnovers already in the first three games. So it's it's just even I will we'll come back to the offense, but the defense as well, they're just playing out of their skin at the minutes and it's hard for anybody to actually move the ball against us at the minute. So um we've got the Houston Texans this weekend. You know, they're not 
they're probably on the same level as the Raiders. You know, the Raiders obviously are, they're not the greatest, but a win on the road against anybody is as important as as, as a home win. So, um, overall, it's good to be back on track and um, back where we belong on top of the FC North. So, who would have thought that after week one? Yeah. I think it's just as well, Dave, just to, to chime in your point on, on defense playing out of their skin. It's just as well because if if they hadn't been up to scratch in the past couple of weeks, it could be it could be an absolute disastrous start to the season. So TJ Watt has really put the entire team on his back, um, and it's like his like his brother JJ said, he is the, the not not the best defensive player in the league. He's the best defensive player in the world at the minute, and that's that's been on show for the first couple of weeks in the season. Take and run, boys. Take and run. I I tell you now, and I I I I can say both you lads would agree, and many people listening would agree. It's not easy going into the Raiders wherever they play. If it's in if it's in Oakland or if it's in Vegas in a prime time game and putting on a performance like that, like I mean, Jimmy, like the progression and you've mentioned it briefly there as well. But even that play to Austin, the touchdown pass, mm. the progression in two weeks is so yeah. positive. And we will talk about the week four game later on this week. But you start to think, man, this could be special if it just keeps improving. You don't you like we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but it's 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 like. I'm sitting. I'm sitting this morning, Monday morning. I had about three hours sleep watching the game, and I'm thinking, I'm glad I watched that. And I, you, sometimes you don't say that after a Sunday night football game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think the biggest thing for me, Mick, is seeing the progression of Kenny Pickett, even from last week. I mean, he just looked. He had poise in the pocket. You know, he he was taking his time. He was rolling out comfortably. He had plenty of time. I have to give the the O line credit for that. Despite the lack of a running game, they really stuck up, um, stood up, and, and gave ten- Kenny the time to find open receivers. Like I think, I think the the Raiders had one sack as, on us all night. Of course, that was Max Crosby. Uh, so to shut basically shut Max Crosby down for an entire game, give Kenny the time to go through his progressions to find his open receivers. That's what you know kind of jumped out to me the most about watching last night, um, and possibly the emergence of a new number one wide receiver in, in Calvin Austin. I mean, for for a large part of the game, they shut down George Pickens. I think he had two total receptions. And they, they weren't chunk plays, but he was quiet in terms of, of, of touchdowns. And you could see where where Calvin Austin could become a viable receiver. So look, more 99% positive for me after last night. What about as well, the, the wheels on Kenny? to see him for that, um, that first <laughs> down run? That's actually yeah. that's what I'm saying. Actually, even just watching them sometimes, how yeah. he just like his throw on the run is actually incredible. Like right. he's, he's so mobile and he can actually get out of, out of trouble. As we say, we only had we only had one sack. We only give up yeah. one sack all evening. So as I say, like, him him going le- or him you know jumping out of the pocket is something we can definitely. He, he showed it for the touchdown pass to Fairmouth as well. So the the execution, as long as obviously the play call is right and the execution is good, we're going to go a long way. I think. I think for a for a twenty five year old quarterback who could have easily two weeks ago went in himself and and took the pressure too much, he's done very very well. So I'm buzzing for week four already. Bring it on. We will be back to talk about that later on this week at some point. And um, let's hear from Kenny now. Let's hear from quarterback Kenny Pickett, and also let's hear from head coach Mike Tomlin after the Steelers beat the Raiders on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I think we did a good job of you know mixing it up. Um, Moving the pocket, they got a great pass rusher in 98. I didn't want to, you know, be a, a sitting duck back there and give him a target that he can consistently rush at and, and change the launch point up. Um, there were times where I was able to extend and find some guys downfield, and that was also a plus too. So, um, yeah, there's a little bit of both. Okay, was that Raiders related specifically, or did you think that was something maybe you could 
add to your uh, repertoire, so to speak? In terms of a game plan aspect? Yeah, I think I mean definitely definitely a game plan um, aspect to it. Like I said, if if a pass rusher can key you in the pocket every single snap, you know it's not it doesn't help your tackles out. So the fact that we can move around um, and get me on the move and get outside, I think only helps us. That early touchdown to Calvin. How much did that just kind of get the momentum of the offense going? Yeah, it was big. We needed it. Um, they were doing a really good job of doubling George all night. You know, making it really hard to get him touches. Um, so that leaves other guys singled up. And Cal had press, and you know he took took the post, and it was it was really good. So we missed that earlier in the season against San Fran. Uh, it was good to hit it tonight. How are you guys able to use play action here at the end, especially in the second half? Uh, credit to the run game. You know, you need a run game to be able to run your play action stuff, or it's not going to be as you know effective. So it was really good to have effective runs. You know, just three, four, five, whatever we were getting, um, just to keep them honest, and then we could pop some play action and then help the run as well. Okay, the pass to uh, Robinson, the third down conversion. Did that play out exactly the way you guys thought it would? Yeah, that was the the coverage was the coverage we were hoping. The look, you know, Allen did a great job getting open, catching the ball, getting down. He's, he's such a trustworthy guy and um, puts so much time into it. Um, studies like I study, sees what I see. So it's, it's awesome to have a guy like that. You're very comfortable rolling to your left. Uh, you seem to be in that high completion percentage. Is this something you've always been very comfortable doing? Um, something I've, I've worked at. Obviously, throwing to your left is a little bit more difficult. Um, I think kind of a, a baseball background and, and playing other sports growing up maybe helped help me out with that aspect of it. Okay, the way you guys stayed on schedule tonight, how much did that just open up the playbook or maybe just give you guys some more options? Yeah, it's you know staying ahead of the chains and being able to be aggressive in like second and short situations when you have a successful first down run or pass, um, it's huge and you're able to kind of get to, to the playbook that we haven't been able to get to these past couple weeks. So um, it was awesome to be able to go out there and show all the stuff that we know that we can do and that we have in our playbook. What's for your offense you were able to pretty much grind the game out? I know yeah, that was that was that was good. I wish we, you know, just iced it and didn't even have to put the the defense out there. So um, I think that's an area that we could definitely improve on in that four minute, putting the game away, um, not having our defense, who's been so great, you know, have to go back out there one more time. So it's definitely another aspect we could work at. Was that the first time maybe this offense felt like it was operating its full I think so. I think so. I think you saw a lot of different things in that in that drive. Um, you know, play action strike the GP, Pat over in the middle, um, Pat off the off the bootleg, the, the naked. Um, you know, some scramble drill stuff that we did hit Allen on the sideline. There was a lot of different things in that drive that were that were really positive. So I absolutely think that's a, a positive we could take away. Third down conversion into Allen Robinson. Um, was that a formation that you ran out of a lot today as well and just passed it? Um, I mean, in, in that situation, you know, that you're, you're kind of, it's 50-50 probably run or pass, you know, in, the, in that formation, we, we definitely had runs out of it. Um, I was hoping they were expecting us to try and run the ball and run the clock out and give us a one-high look where Allen can go win on the outside. So um, I think it was, you know, a great play call and, and great execution. Earlier this week, Mike Tomlin said you felt like you guys had lost your mojo behind the preseason. Do you feel like you have it back, or you're on track to getting it back? Yeah, I think we're on track to getting it back. I mean, there was, there's, you know, it's never a perfect game. There's things that, you know, we wish we had back, and there's plays. There's always that's always going to be the case. But I think we're definitely getting towards that that um, that step that we needed to have back. This is Calvin's third regular season game. I mean, how, what does it say about him to make a big play like that and try and grow up in these prime time moments? Yeah, you know, love Cal. You know, just shows up every day, works really hard, is so talented, and, you know, we can put him in those positions to be successful and we'll get him downfield. He's going to do that consistently. So it's something that we can continue to, to work on. 
Yeah, well, you know, in third down situations, it's like kind of a double the stars we call. They're going to double your two best guys, and there's no one left for the quarterback. So if I felt like that they were, we were covered up pretty well, I was going to take off and, and get as much as I can. And there was moments where we had some good chunk plays out of it. Um, hopefully got them, get them out of those situations where we can get guys singled up. So it was, it was good. Hey, just overall, how do you feel about the way you played I mean, I feel I feel good. It's, it's never going to be perfect. Um, there's always things that I'm going to want to improve on and, and get back to the drawing board. But I think it's a great step for as a team to come on the road, back to back primetime wins, um, one at home, one on the road. You know, it does, it's definitely a good feeling. With the number of Steelers fans here, did it feel like a true road game? Yeah, not really. You know, I mean, it was awesome. You know, our our, our fans are unbelievable. It, it, it's a huge when the other team has to go silent as well. You know, it's a huge advantage for us. Um, so huge appreciation to our fans, you know, back in Pittsburgh, all over the world. Um, you know, really appreciate you guys. Anyone else? When a team kicks the goal there like they did at the end, basically saying their defense is going to come out and make a stop and get the ball back. Yeah. How much does that motivate you to go out there and, and get the first down? Uh, if you need extra motivation in that situation, I think you got you know a little bit of issues. So uh, we we I knew what was at stake. We all knew it was at stake. Um, I don't really care what the other team does, but we got to handle our business. So. Um, gave the defense the ball with you know 12 seconds left. You know, wish we were able to run it out, but um, definitely like the situation towards the end there. Was it game plan to get fired? Yeah, I mean, he, he we, we didn't get him going earlier. Um, those first two games definitely wanted to get him a lot more touches, especially with Deontay being out. He's a guy that needs to step up along with um, Cal and um, Allen. So I think between those three guys, they can we can spread the ball around and keep defenses off their, on their toes. So um, that was good to get you know 88 back in stride. Man, a really good, uh, tough, hard for a victory. Man, all three phases. Um, it's good, man, to to stack victories. Um, we got to make winning a habitual thing, man. Just to stack winning performance on top of winning performance is significant. But it's also our first opportunity to play on the road in a hostile environment, this being their home opener. Um, we had to manage that component of the game. Uh, there's opportunities for growth, obviously, but I was really proud of the efforts um, and the playmaking. Um, we did what we needed to do, secure victory. And so still very early stages of the year, man. We got a lot to learn. We got a lot to teach, um, but it's good to do so with the victory. You got some bumps and bruises associated with play. Levi Wallace went out of the game. Um, Najee went out of the game. Both guys were able to return. I'm sure we'll have some other bumps and bruises to assess, um, and I'll give you guys an update on Tuesday. I'll pause and open it up for questions. Mike, did you see progress in your offense? We won, yes. Specifically with the offense and things that you liked? Uh, yes. Did, did you say a hostile environment, but it seemed like it was almost a home game with those thousands of fans. That you well, you got to win the crowd. You know what I mean? You got to do enough to win the crowd, and, and so uh, we don't take it for granted. We, we got to make enough plays. Um, to get the type of support uh, that you speak of. Anyone else? Mike, what do you think of the way your quarterback played? Man, he made the necessary plays. I thought he was good uh, in the environment. I thought he was a good communicator. Um, he did the job tonight. Were you surprised they didn't go for it in fourth down? Um, no, you know, I don't worry about decisions that others make, to be quite honest with you. We got some ongoing decisions of our own to make, usually in those moments. Do you feel like your guys on offense can draw confidence off of the performance? We, we're not looking for confidence. We're looking for victory. Um, that's what we came here to do tonight, and we did it. Defense making up big plays for you to keep this one going? We can use a few more. 
you know, um, I was really disappointed, man, that fourth down and one touchdown. Um, but there's going to be things that disappoint us in play, certainly. Mike, what did you think of the way your corners rebounded? Peterson, Wallace, those guys? They made the necessary plays, man. They were, they were competitive. Obviously, can't say enough about Adams, man, and his talents. Um, and, and their willingness and ability to, to get him the ball. Um, it was a challenge tonight. All right, we're back. We're back. The Steelers are back home. They had a bit of an issue with their flight. Thank God they're okay. We're back right now as well. And before we talk about some interesting news for the Irish market, let's talk very quickly, Jimmy, about this event that took place in Mexico last night. Um, it just looked it looked unbelievable. And it really makes you, I mean, just the amount of people there is one thing, but the, it turned into a whole party, a couple of thousand people there, I think. It looks incredible. You can check out Steelers.com and Steelers um, Mexico. I'll get the link for the bottom to check out pictures of that there. But it salivates the mind, Jimmy, ahead of what's going to be a great time in November. It's probably the next time I'll see you boys in person. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the Mexico is known for being one of the biggest Steelers fan bases outside of Pittsburgh. I mean, they've, they're such a huge community of Steelers fans here. And you can see that potentially developing here in Ireland with the work that's being done through the NFL international market, the international markets to build a solid, huge fan base here, and, and I, I believe my, my source, I was reliably informed that there were a number of big former Steelers names uh, in attendance at the Mexico fan watch party last night. So I'm just hoping that we do get a couple visiting us ac- across the pond here in Ireland. But I, absolutely, I mean, I've been looking forward to it ever since it was announced and seeing. An event like that taking place has just whetted the appetite even more. So roll, roll on November. I don't want to, I don't want to wish away the weeks or the months, but I'll bring it on. It's going to be such a fantastic event in Crow Park. I mean, fantastic surroundings, and uh, getting to watch the game with you boys, and um, potentially you know doing doing a live podcast and having some of the fans there as well and interacting with our fans. It's, it's yeah. going to be tr- absolutely tremendous. And the way the game, and the way the team is going at the minute, I think almost whets the appetite even more. Dave, um, just for people and going on what Jimmy said, Steelers in Espanol at Los Steelers on X to check out some of those pictures. Over 4,000 fans and loads Mental. of legendary players. It, it whets the appetite. It, it, and we, we cannot comment or speculate who might come to Dublin, but uh, I'm counting down the minutes, man. The bar is set, Michael. The bar is well and truly set. Um, but again, I, I've, I've no doubt that obviously we can we can reach that level as well of, of stardom, if you like. Um, you know, we have to remember, you know, a few months ago, this thing didn't even exist um, for, for us anyway. Um, but then obviously with the, the, what do you call it, the, the, the Mexican market that's been there for, for quite a number of years. So they have a few years ahead of us. But even I don't speak a word of Spanish and I could have watched that all night and I thought it was great. You know, the, the passion and stuff just came through the screen, if you like. So... Um, yeah, I can't roll on to November. It's it's something that obviously I've had my my checklist for quite a while now. You know, I still haven't booked the flights. Hopefully, get hey, you better get on, that. get on that. Get on that, boy. Get on that. Ryanair.com. Trust me, lads. I'll be swimming over if I can't get the flight. Don't you worry. Um, but no, definitely can't wait. It's it's been marked on the calendar for quite a while, and um, hopefully, as I said, we we get a few legends as well, and it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a great night. Uh, looking forward to seeing everybody there. It's it's going to be a real um a real first and a great night to remember. Just before we talk about some interesting news for the Irish market, let's hear from Levi Wallace after the game on Sunday Night Football. 
I think like Coach T said last week, um, winning is winning is hard in, in this league, and we don't apologize for winning. And whatever we had to do to get it done, we get it done. You got a lot of pressure on Jimmy G, the first team to really do that. Kind of open up things for you guys, didn't it? I mean, you, you know who we got on yeah. the D line. Um, I mean, those guys do a great job. I mean, I kept looking up, and Jimmy was running out of there, getting sacked, and so. Uh, obviously, we have two, two of the best in the league um, at, at edge, and then you got guys like Marcus um, who comes in, makes plays, and so just like Nick, too. I mean, even the interior they did a great job today. So. Can you talk a little bit about the way you played today, two interceptions? It was, listen, those receivers over there, 17 is, is, is a dude, you know what I mean? And even 16 is hard matchup, and so we try to minimize them as much as we can. I mean, those guys are really good, um, and this week we just knew we had to keep fighting. Um, and that's what it came down to, just be physical, uh, contest balls, just fight, uh, claw, claw, scratch your way, um, whatever needs, whatever necessary. Great hearing from Levi and great hearing from some of the guys and hearing from Coach as well. Guys really feeling closer and closer to this team as they build and come to 2-1 to one on the season ahead of week four. Some really interesting news dropped on, on Friday evening. We, we were talking about it briefly privately, lads, and I, I, I know we're very excited about it. For people in the Irish market, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Off the Ball uh, confirmed on Friday that Off the Ball will make the team's game audio broadcast available for fans to listen live on the OTB Sports Radio. That's either on the website or you can download the app, and that is free to listen to when it's live on the game. And that's the Steelers um, broadcast as well, which is pretty cool, and it's it's going to be a really, really interesting time to listen to it. I, I was listening to a bit of it uh, on Sunday nights, and I, I, I heard Wolfie, we'll, we'll, we will have to get him on in the next few weeks, boys. Bill, Bill, Bill Hillgrove as well, Max Starks is there with Missy Matthews. So um, certainly, Jimmy, if you're in the car, if you're... If you don't have a chance to listen to the game or watch the game in person, wherever you're in the north or south of the border on this island, you're flying now with off the ball having the games as well. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. It's another fantastic step in terms of growing the NF, not only the, the fan base of NFL here, but also the, the Steelers fan base. And I think it's quite similar to what the Steelers did with um, with GAA Go in the preseason, allowing fans to watch those games for free of charge. It, it, it brings more accessibility to the game of American football in Ireland, which is something that we're all trying to do here. So from, from that regard, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, for somebody who might have a passing interest or a notion about American football, now they're going to have another way to get access to it. And the fact as well that it's the Steelers, I mean, we'll take any new Steelers fans that we can get in Ireland. So it's, it's a great move on, on the behalf of OTB and by the Steelers, and I'm just fantastic to see what else is coming down the line in terms of growing the game of American football here and growing Steelers Nation in Ireland. Uh, Dave, the video aspect, GA goes is probably the best option they could have went with. Now, both north and south of the border, OTV's leader in this, so it's great to see. I know Jerry and the team are big NFL fans. He's he's very excited about this here, and I believe that they'll be, that they'll be able to listen to this podcast on the app as well so a warm welcome to everybody listening it grows bigger and bigger Dave you, you must be sitting here thinking what a year this has been man I'm pinching myself at how big it's gotten already to be honest yeah it's it's um as I just to echo everything Jimmy said you know off the ball it's, it's a massive you know it grows the sports it grows any sport even you know Gaelic, well, Gaelic football it's it's playing a big massive part in promoting NADA across the island of obviously maybe doesn't need it as much as our sport does but 
Um, yeah, it was great, great to hear about it. That you know they're taking a keen interest in it, and you know, obviously, um, our podcast will be available on there as well, which is good. So maybe a, a wee bit of a throwback for the old school fans that you know they mightn't want the, the the visual aspect. They can listen to it on the radio and you know sit back and and have a cup of tea while they're doing it. So uh, yeah, that, that's once I heard about it, I was I was sort of um. I jumped out of my seat. I could barely contain myself with the excitement, if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> roll on, uh, roll on the the off the wall lads, and uh, let's keep us let's obviously keep this this train rolling. Keep her lit. A, a fantastic year. Keep her lit, as as a, a wise man would say. As my granny once said, put on our phone, boys. But put on our phone. Well, you can definitely put on OTB now as well, and and listen on. Recommend everyone, even if you're watching the game, a game pass of the weekend, or if the game is on Sky, or if if, it, if that is confirmed, listening to the audio was pretty cool here in the. Play by play with the Steelers guys, and um, let's you know just before we end the podcast, boys. Let's let's jump very briefly and give our initial impressions of this game, Jimmy. I'm intrigued by this Texans game only for the sense of well, thank God first off for all us boys and and boys and gals listening to this podcast. It's an early kickoff. Oof. I I'm in London on Sunday, so I'm going to miss the at least the first quarter of this. NRG Stadium, six p.m. IST. It's on NFL Game Pass on and off the ball. I'll double check with people and confirm on social if it's on TV this week. Um, the Texans have been really interesting because we've seen the combination of CJ Stroud and Nico Collins. Tank Dell looks great as well. So it's going to be a test for this team going in for the Steelers. And um, I, I guess for the neutral, it'll be a very exciting matchup on both sides of the ball. But for the Steelers, you got to go in. you got to continue this positivity and go into Houston and try and get the result and get out of there. Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing for the Steelers is to continue to build an offense, take what, take the positivity and progression from from last night, and and build on that. I mean, hopefully, a, a couple of more of those dime passes from Kenny to uh, to Calvin Austin would be nice. I'd also like to see a, a bit of a run game developing, more so than we have than we've already had. And I think for the defense, I mean, okay, fair enough. Um, Devante Adams had, I think, 170 yards odd and two touchdowns, but it, it could have been a, a whole lot worse. Um, and I don't think that he cut up the secondary as much as I was expecting. So, I, like, honestly, I think just more of the same defense is playing at a, at a really, really elite high level. One of the one of the best defenses in the league now at the minute. And I might, I might be slightly biased on that, but the results speak for themselves after the last couple of weeks. So I think the biggest thing and that we need to see against the Texans is um is the offense is there is establishing a run game and I think if we can if we can rattle rookie CJ Stroud that that'll go a long way and I think based on the way that our defensive ends are playing that that shouldn't be too much of a problem. I think Jimmy's bang on, Dave. I think this defense is is up there with one of the best in the league. It's going to be unlikely this game's going to be on TV in Ireland this weekend. Because you got that Bills Dolphins game now that has not be it'll be confirmed in the next few days. We'll keep you updated in social state. Any initial thoughts ahead of this game on Sunday? Yeah, it won't surprise you that I completely agree about the the number one defense, as Jimmy says. You know, I don't I don't think there's a defense that comes close to us uh, because we've got that star player TJ Watt. Um, you know, obviously just with the Texans, you know, a lot of people maybe looked at them and thought they're a potential number one pick in the draft. I CJ Stroud has played out of his skin. Had that impressive win over Jacksonville last week as well. So, um, initial thoughts when I looked at the game, I was like, "Oh, it's an easy W." But now it's it's about well, we'll, we'll need to go down there. and We're going to have to put our best foot forward. And as Jimmy said, you know, if we can establish the run game, you, we had there was glimmers of it this week, um, on Sunday night. If we can establish that even more, and obviously just 
it's a good starting point now to start off with you know with, with Kenny having that good game under his belt and just hopefully we can take it to that next level and obviously say you know it's, it's probably a good team to play against you know it could be worse we'd be getting the Chiefs or something like that which you don't obviously want to come into but um as I say, as Jimmy said, you know, it's just about getting to that next level and, and pushing on with the execution. And as I said, fingers crossed for a W at the end of the day. If you're heading to the game at Wembley on Sunday, um, do let us know. Reach out at Steelers Ireland on X and on Instagram, on TikTok. I will try and meet you. And maybe there might be a tile or two sitting there for you if you are. But please do reach out to us and let us know. We'll put the socials in the comments as well. We'll be back during the week. Or potentially where we talk through this Texans game with a special guest. More to come on that, but please, folks, if you're listening to the podcast, please do like, share, subscribe, and we will chat to you soon. Boys, here we go. I Thanks for chatting to us. I really appreciated that. Great crack. Enjoy your week, and we'll chat about this Texans game soon. Go Steelers. Let's, let's, let's keep it rolling.